Coming to you from Dujardin Elementary School in Bloomingdale, Illinois, this is The Roar Podcast, where we share the magic taking place for all learners. Today is Friday, January 25th, 2019. And I'm here with some really excited special guests. We have a phenomenal third grade teacher here, Miss Fenn, and then two of her third grade students. And today we are going to be talking about flexible seating in the classroom and what that looks like from both the teacher perspective and the student perspective and how that has changed the classroom environment for these third grade students and this teacher. So Miss Fenn, tell us kind of about how you came up with the idea for flexible seating and how you went about getting all of the different kinds of materials that the students used to sit in and around the room. So I kind of started noticing that it was becoming a teaching trend on social media and I thought about it further. I wasn't sure if it was for me, but then I realized I was sitting and thinking about this in my big comfy teacher desk chair. And I looked out at all of my kids seating and they were all in their hard metal and plastic chairs at regular desks. I thought about how adults don't really work well like that. None of us choose to work like that. So why are we having our kids sit like that? for eight hours a day. And that most of them would probably choose something else if they were given the choice. And then I got to thinking about how that would impact their focus, their concentration, their work ethic in the classroom, their view of coming to school. Um, So I wanted to give it a go and it's been all positive results so far. Awesome. You click on the link that's in this podcast, you can kind of see some pictures of Miss Fenn's classroom so that when the students are talking, you can kind of see and envision what it really looks like in their classroom. How did you get those materials? So a lot of them I've purchased myself. Um, I also got some things from our capital outlay fund at school, um, and I did a lot of research on how it could be done on a budget. Um, So like my standing desks, for instance, are just standard desks that are on top of bed risers that I got at Walmart. Um, My exercise balls are from Five Below. I've gotten a lot of things from um, Goodwill or other thrift stores. So just kind of piecing different things together to have as many options as possible, but staying on a budget. That's great. That's important too. So kids, tell me about what this is like for you in the classroom. How does this work? How do you pick your seats? Walk us through the process. So usually first when you like come in in the morning, we like have no seats and then we go to math and then we pick our seats. We have a giant chart with just magnets so then we could have, like we have our numbers on them and then we just place them where we want to sit. What happens if two students want to sit in the same spot? Well, there's like different numbers of like the seats that you can sit in is start like five scoop seats or if, and if like one's broken then like you put an X on it so then they know like that well, you can't use that it. now you have to use four not not on um, five got it and do you sit in the same seat do you choose the same place every day or do you switch it up it depends on what you like it so what I, about for you too well, um, I um, usually pick hokey stool it I, helps me concentrate. I just switch off every day what's open and what's not. Do some of your friends in your classroom choose the same thing every day? Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But sometimes also people choose whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. And you think that 
choosing your own and different seats or place to be in the classroom helps you focus. Can you talk a little bit more about that? I think it helps you focus better because if like you're sitting on a rug or like a cushion, then you like are comfier than usually sitting on regular desks and chairs. And when you're more comfortable, do you feel like your learning is better? Yeah. What are some of the um, challenges or difficulties with flexible seating from the teacher perspective or from the students? What's hard about it or what's maybe not the best about it? Because not everything is always, always great. For, there's like two seats that everyone wants to go. So like after math, they always they like ra- to like everyone races to it. What do you do when that happens? And if we ran to go like to pick our choice, then we'd have to go sit back down and wait till the very end. I think the hardest parts for me at the beginning were the like teaching them each individual chair took a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. That took we, like five minutes each of them. It did. Yeah, and we, like, I wanted to make sure that at the beginning they weren't choosing their seats, they were rotating through each different kind. Every kid ah, sat on every key. chair for at least one subject of the day until everybody had tried everything so that way they knew what they liked and what they didn't like. So every day they would sit and I would assign them chairs and even if they hated it, I made them stay there because after 10 minutes they might have stopped hating it. And then after that, I would, I had um, reflection cards that they would fill out. So they would put their name, where they sat, and how they felt about it. And then I kept track of it on a spreadsheet Um, because that reflection piece was key, I felt, because some of them saw the standing desk and they were like, oh, I would hate standing desks. And one of my kids that said that stands there almost every day now. And I have other kids that thought, oh, exercise ball would be so much fun. And then five minutes in, they realized they could not focus there. Um, So that beginning piece took a while, but after we got through that, it's been smooth sailing since. I think it would have been a lot more nuts if we would have just jumped in and gone full-blown like most classroom management strategies laying that groundwork yeah. although it takes a lot of time and effort ends up being so beneficial later on yes now that we've kind of talked about some of the hard stuff about it what is the awesome part of flexible seating besides obviously being able to focus and maximize your learning what else is just so awesome about it and students would you suggest other teachers use this what about teachers who are not sure what would you say to them Oh, I would say um, if, like, they um, don't want flexible seating, they could, like, start off a teacher in the school using, like, flexible seating, regular chairs, too. Five kids get to sit on a desk and then, like, three on a ball chair, two on a hokey stool, so they could start off with that and then work their, their way. That's really good advice. Start small, mix it up, and then you can make your way to, like, the whole class. But I felt like when all the teachers got like cushiony chairs, I felt like I was ge- being left out because I had no cushiony chair. And kids matter too, chair. right? Yes. Yeah. All right, here's a question for you. In one word, describe flexible seating. Focus is my word to describe flexible seating because, well, I, can, I feel like everyone focuses better when they're in flexible seating but just if they're not by their best friend. Good point. Yeah, that's why. Mm-hmm. That's why. Thinking, because like when you're on boring chairs, you just you can't even think about what you're doing. It's better on it. mm-hmm. I think my word would be effective. 
because I've seen a big difference in the focus and concentration and work effort of my kids this year and they've really kind of figured out what they need to be successful and they make that choice and they don't always choose to sit by their friends they choose to sit where they can work the best and to me that's that was the goal that's amazing. A few things come to mind. First of all, audience listeners, just so you know, those kids came truly came up with those words on their own, focus and thinking, and I think that is the essence of flexible seating, and that makes every minute and dollar spent of Miss Fens worth it because it's not amazing or cool or fun, even though it is all of those things, but they bring it back to the effect on their learning, and I think that's, that's the goal here. Anything else to add about flexible seating? say the one thing that did cross my mind as I was looking around my classroom at the beginning of the school year was I was slightly concerned that I'd gotten rid of all of my standard desks and chairs and I was worried that somebody might want one of those so what I told my students was that if anybody wanted that at any time they were right in our storage room I could go get one for them but I know other teachers in the building have also who've converted to flexible seating have kept standard desks and chairs um, and students do occasionally pick those, but um, you know, I was worried that you know, what if I have too many hokey stools? What if somebody doesn't want that? Or what if I have too many exercise balls and people don't want that? But what I've noticed is because they have the option to choose, if they don't like something, they choose not to sit there and they choose the place that they do want. So don't be afraid to jump in and try it, even if you do it gradually and just offer a few choices, see how it goes. But um, it seems like when the kids are given the choice, they feel that their voice is valued and then they handle it with responsibility. Does it take away from their learning? Absolutely not. Adds to it. Awesome. Monumentally. Kids, would you suggest that other teachers try out flexible seating and use it in their classroom? Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today, you guys, and for being part of the ROAR. Again, check out the link in the podcast so you can see it all in action. And have a great day, everybody. Bye. Bye. We are so proud of the great learning taking place at DJ. If you have any questions, please email us at J-E-G-G-E-R-T at SD13.org and we'll be sure to get right back to you. We'd also love to hear any ideas that you have. Let's put our heads together. Thanks for listening. This has been The Roar, signing off. <laughs>